Welcome back to another episode of Todos Toman Podcast. Muchachos, we have a special guest. Finally. Este, finally, after some time, for sure. Like, yeah, este, he's, he's really busy. It was a really hard booking, you know, like getting his agenda. Um, <laughs> let me just introduce him right quick. Este, so we have Angel Luna, who is a podcaster, magician, musician, comedian, photographer. Un estuche de monerías, a.k.a. un pan dulce. That's how I met him, dude. As pan dulce. Oh, <laughs> oh. He'll tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, I was feeling uh, I was sending pan dulce outside the lucha show, and I'm just. Está vendiendo su churro, no? Yeah, something like that. Um, oh man, so half of those jobs I don't even do anymore. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, is this the part where I uh, introduce myself? Pues, you know, antes de que empecemos a platicar de, de lo que haces y todo ese desmadre, yeah. este, real quick, este, let's go around y a ver qué estamos tomando, ¿no? Oh, yeah. Miguel, was... empezamos contigo. ¿Conmigo? Man, I'm about to bring it down. Uh, oh, so wow. I'm actually sober. I've been sober six years, four months. Oh, shit. Six years. I know, five months. I wait. Two weeks now. Um, thank you. So I'm actually congrats, drinking. Congrats. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Um, thank you. I'm a hero. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Athletic Brewing. Uh, the lighting's a little weird. Athletic Brewing. This is Cerveza Atletica. It's uh, basically non-alcoholic Corona. It's a good time. It's oh, got a lime in nice. it. Yeah. Um, here in Chicago, uh, there is a place called Bendición Dry Bar. It's in Humboldt Park. It's a dry bottle shop, so they have a bunch of non-alcoholic options. I run a show nice. out of there called oh, Blessed. Yeah. yeah, and it's awesome, man. And they have so many options. Uh, I had actually purchased a lot of non-alcoholic like booze and liquor and stuff in prep for the show and this is the last of it so <laughs> like no you go no you go um but yeah yeah and so non-alcoholic beer for me it's really cool because it still scratches that itch but i don't have to worry about the consequences in that sense anymore they say sober life is good nah, that's, dude, that's cool, cool dude so. hell yeah dude props to you thank you thank you Bob and Judge Pajas and some next, I guess, is the man. Honestly, <clears throat> my girl ordered a whiskey from Costco. I do not recall the name of it, but it's a whiskey. Costco. Is it a Costco brand or no? It's a, it's, or... no, it's not a Costco brand. It's, uh, wow. I wouldn't know what it is, but I'll get back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some Coke. Ya está tirado. Yeah, está <laughs> I don't even know it. what it is, bro. It's good. <laughs> so informational, dude. Like, so yeah, let, let me text and I'll get back to you guys. The cool, <laughs> the cool part about it is that like he's whole like we didn't see the full thing, right? He's holding it? like a whiskey glass. No, it's shit. No, I know, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, nice. And then he pulls it out, like that's a whole ass cup. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole, I should like this kind of. It's a whole glass. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. And then like almost empty. Yeah. Goddamn. Good for you, man. Thank you. Must thank Ahora sí estoy aquí, uh, you know, without knowing, aquí supporting a este Angel, dude, porque pues una agüita, dude, de naranja. Y este, okay. feeling a little under the weather, so I uh, gotta make it to that fishing trip, dude, so. Oh, shit, oh. when is this happening? Okay. Aquí lo, lo desaparece, ese Angel. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, fishing season opens uh, Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yeah. Um, March 1st. March 1st. At Braidwood. Van a ir a pescar, Dorin. No van a llevar. No vas a ir? No, I have to work. Damn. 
No me no, quieren esperar. No, no, ahorita por... se enfermen los cabrones allá. Ándale, yeah, right. por, por no esperar. ¿no? Por sí, eso, sí, eh. yeah. No worry, Johnny Boy. Si tú no vas, yo no voy, dude. Hell yeah, dude. So the day is. It's not because I'm broke. Bye, amigo. Chica, going on. Pues este. I'm drinking the, the wise Japanese whiskey with the Waterloo, the lemon lime sparkling water. So, that's what I'm drinking today. At this point, anybody. Aeroflu, if you're listening. Aeroflu. So, fun fact: I did. I looked into like sponsorship with like a non-alcoholic beer, and like not a lot of them do it, right? But I looked into for like Athletic Brewing, and there were, and then I saw all the requisites, and I'm like, okay, there's a reason they sponsor John Moxley, but like no one else. It's like you genuinely. The whole point of the beer is like, oh, should they sponsor John Moxley? Yeah, they're the official sponsor of John Moxley. Orale. Well, yeah, because he's he went to sí, rehab. Sí, so. uh-huh. Yeah, and so, uh, and what's funny is like all the requisites are like athletic lifestyle, at boom, 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 and I was like, no, 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 maybe we maybe we could submit one. We'll just say the tank is athletic one, dude. Oh boy, I don't think they're gonna buy that <laughs> one. Con que llegue el de Teraflu no hay pedo. Con que llegue un cheque de doce dólares con eso tenemos. Oh hell yeah. But a 12 pack of cards, dude. <laughs> 11 because of text, dude. Yo estoy tomando un también whiskey. Este, it is the, the Costco brand. It's orange. <laughs> no, pero. Oh, uh, nice. Este. Oh, here we go. Saben que lo tengo en el fancy What? cancer. Okay. Ah, lo. A dead cancer and everything. Wow. Se ve que tiene un producto que sí le da dinero también allá, ¿verdad? Ah, muchachos, pues salud, muchachos. Eh. Ah, cheers, Thanks. Thanks cheers, for coming in, Angel. Salud. With my little cup, big cup. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pues ahora sí, guys. No, let's start there, dude. Este, I know that you started running these shows at, at a dry bar, and um, obviously I'm not too familiar with. With the dry bars, even when we were talking about you being on the pod, uh, you said there was even a non-alcoholic bourbon, non-alcoholic bourbon, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, it's hay, hay muchas cosas, muchas opciones que I didn't know existed. Yeah, yeah, la neta, hay muchas opciones um, para la gente que quieren tomar pero no quieren tomar, right? <laughs> like yeah. you know, non-alcoholic options are definitely out there, available for people. I know that. For me, it definitely like it's it's nice to go into a social setting again because I think something that um, people misconstrue about like sober people is like, we we miss having fun like we want to go to shows we want to go do stuff but the problem is the temptation is always there right mm. so what's cool about like the, the bottle shop Bendición uh, is a twenty five forty West Division Street yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that like it's it's a social space, right? So there's tables, you can go there, you can chill. They have events all the time. I throw shows there. Um, there's always like sober socials, which is cool. 
it's kind of the idea like, hey, you know that like bar club scene where like there's music blasting, people are chilling, hanging out. Well, now there's non-alcoholic drinks only. And like, so you get to have that experience and you meet other people that are either sober, sober, curious, or, you know, honestly, like when we do shows now, half of the audience isn't even like sober. They're just there to go watch a good show, but not mm-hmm. have to worry about like getting super drunk that night. Yeah. Like we used to throw them on during the weekdays, which was cool. We're throwing them now on the weekends, but like the big selling point for when we did them on weekdays was like, hey, come watch a show, drink as much as you want. You don't have to worry about the hangover the next morning. You can go to work. Now, that, and, sound, uh, that sounds like was... a dream, dude. A dream that I can't do no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And so, but yeah, I'm very grateful. Like, you know, when I moved back to Chicago, I was just like, oh, there's this like person. Um, working on like creating a you know a sober bar kind of thing that's cool i hope i get to meet them and like now like we're friends and like we collaborate often and i don't just do the shows there like you know we're planning uh hopefully a wrestlemania watch party mm-hmm. for sober folks right like you know we're gonna have food raffles and stuff and like it'll be cool right and like she has other events like hey i'm doing a sober social can you come host it i'm like yeah i'll go right like stuff like that you know and it's just cool because um you know, while being sober isn't my entire personality, it's a big part of part of like just my life in general and just helping people or like just having a cool place to hang without having to worry about, you know, that kind of thing is nice. Yeah, dude, I was going to ask him, like, is there a particular, for example, whiskey? Because yeah. like I so I have like one of my stepdad, like he really likes to drink it. He siempre se pasa de copas. Muy seguido. So, like, I tried buying non-alcoholic whiskey, but it just it just tasted like straight up cinnamon. And yeah, it just wasn't good at all. So I was like, oh, right. Like, like, like it's not nice to do cinnamon challenge while you're trying to. Yeah, get yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. So for me, so I definitely like got my favorites, right? So, um, if I'm going to like a regular place, I try to get Athletic Brewing. When I say regular, like a Whole Foods, a Jewel Osco, a Target, like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like there's non-alcoholic options there. I try to get athletic brewing. So that's it's like the equivalent of y'all just getting like Corona or Bud Light or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm at the shop, I try to uh when it comes to beers, I get Mash Gang. They're a brand out of the UK. They have a lot of really good flavors. They have like this coffee stout that's basically of Guinness. Like if mm-hmm. it was Guinness, but Ooh. it's coffee. Like you know how Guinness is chocolatey? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is like coffee-ish. So it's more like it's delicious and it's really tasty. Um I, 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 I might have to try that one, dude. Yeah, that's a really good one. And then as far as like liquors go, um, there's a hang on, let me make sure I got it right. Um, there's a brand called Yeah, Spiritless. Okay. And they have the Kentucky 74 non-alcoholic bourbon. That is wow. really Love it. It's got just enough of a bite for you to be like, ooh. It just tastes like a really smooth smoothie. Smoothie. So, <laughs> I was about to say, damn. It's, uh, yeah, it's a milkshake, actually. I'm drunk. Uh, uh, no, it's just a really smooth spirit, right? Like, it tastes like a really smooth whiskey or something. Um, it's very tasty. Um, you can order them online and stuff, which is how most people would get it. But And just... Make the trick to Bendición. It's worth it. The prices are great there. She's super cool about it. And, like, what's cool, too, is that the staff will, like, walk you through, like, well, what do you normally like? What do you like to drink? What is this? They got non-alcoholic everything. So, like, name it. They got it. Like, got it. Mm -hmm. Dude, there's, like, a non-alcoholic 
Malort. Ooh, and I, I still we talked about Malort. <laughs> I haven't actually said it, but I just hear it's it's it, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, the best way I can describe Malort from when I drank was uh Sta cabron. Yeah, <laughs> straight up, like you know, and some people are like, it doesn't need a chaser, but they all sound like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, most people chase it with something. Uh, so it's this stuff called Pathfinder, and I remember trying it. I'm like, this, I'm, I don't remember Malort enough to be like, this is just like Malort, but I remember being like, this is giving Malort vibes, and she was like, yeah, yeah, it is. I was like, uh huh. She's like, you want to try another one, and the other one's gonna be gross, and it was. But after that, you're like, I think the third one will be better. And then you do it. You're like, it was better. Like, you know, that kind of dumb, dumb crap. Yeah. But, you know, there's something for everybody there. So, like, you know, if you just want booze, they have it there. If you want, like, a hemp drink instead of, like, non-alcoholic drink, oh. they have that there. Um, seltzers. Uh, and then she even makes some mixed cocktail stuff. There's a lot of cool mixers, too, that are designed to have be had with just whether non-alcoholic or alcoholic drinks. So. It's a cool time. They have a cold fridge in case you just want to be like, yeah, I'll try this cool mocktail, right? Mm, okay. And so it's 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 a it's a bar. So you, they they don't sell like a six pack or they they sell the stuff or is like so you can just go to the bar and drink. That? No, no, they sell it. So you they go. Sell it? Okay. So the way so it's not like a bar per se because a bar will like serve you drinks. Mm-hmm. You go. You can make like a six pack and you pay for the six pack. Oh, and okay, you can cool. drink at the place because it's non-alcoholic, so you could just pop it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah and nice there's like, couches and there. stuff, and like, you see it. Yeah, and like there's cool artists from uh local Chicago artists and stuff there. Um, Sober Rabbit stuff is there for sure. Um, and like you know, it's a cool. Play- I try to go as often as I can, and honestly, when I go, I just like buy a Mash Gang, or buy like a spiritless pre-made old-fashioned cocktail or something. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, and then I like sit there and I write episodes of Dozen Friends while drinking, and then I that's cool. Then I go home. Dude, that's and, crazy. And the shows that you run out of there. Sorry, about the shows that that you run out of there, just because it was a series of them that that you had there. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's Is a series of shows? shows. They're still going. Uh, they're variety shows. I do them once a month. Uh, yeah, we have music, we have magic, we got stand up, we got sketch, uh, character work. Um, you know, variety. That's that's what I like. Mm-hmm. You know, a comedy show is cool and all, but you know, I think mixing it up is nice. And like, um, I try to end every show with music. Mm-hmm. I think it sends the crowd home happy most of the time. So it's a it's a good time. It's a cool show. And like, the idea behind it is, it's not a sober show, right? I do try to get sober people on the show. Don't get me wrong. But it's not a sober show in the sense of like these are all sober performers trying to mm. you know no it's like it's just a show it just yeah. happens to be in a sober space because a lot of sober people want to go to a show but not worry about that kind of thing yeah so instead of marketing it as like a sober show it's like just come to a show it's in a sober space so you know you're gonna be all right it must be nice too like not having to deal with like drunk hecklers and stuff like that yeah you just deal with annoying hecklers. <laughs> no it's been co- it's been cool because like you know most of the time people are like there's no hecklers really it's just people are there to have a good time to vibe yeah the big thing i'm proud about about the show is that there's a vibe to it that's i don't want to be cheesy and be like positive but like when i on the vibes does that make sense okay. yeah 
right? Like everybody's like chill. The playlist is on point. The lights are set right. Everybody's chilling and hanging out right before the show starts. We go, hey, five minute warning. Everybody's like, oh shit, here we go. Show mm-hmm. starts and like you know, it's it's cool. Like we have a little production going. Like there's a screen that shows like the name of the people. Like everybody gets like a Tron with their name. <laughs> with their music. music. Yeah, word straight up. <laughs> like it's cool, and it's just something that I brought from when I used to do shows back in the day in Texas. It's like, oh, why well, I always thought it was like. I always thought it was cool when people have walkout music, mm-hmm. regardless of the sport. Yeah, right? yeah, right. That's true. Right. Whether it's wrestling, whether it's boxing, MMA, whatever it may be. Like, if anybody has walkout music, it's dope. Like, he may be an old head that's annoying as hell now. But, you know, George Lopez, when I think of him, I think of like, oh, yeah, he always comes out to Lowrider. Yeah, Lowrider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. right. That's true. Now he just offends people on, with Lowrider, but you know, regardless, <laughs> he just shits on other comics with it. But you know, right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of connection is cool, and like no one has that. And I think he really tapped into that, which I think is neat. And so, like, same thing, right? Like when you think of wrestlers, first thing I think of is theme music. That entrance, it's on point. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty freaking memorable. Like right. uh, there's not as many like iconic themes nowadays. And I just think that's just kind of nature of the game. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. Right. But, you know, but, you know, the iconic ones you remember, like everybody remembers that weird guitar riff for the Brock Lesnar song. The, everybody. The Shattered Glass. The Shattered Glass. Yeah. Triple H, too. And honestly, like even even with like modern wrestling and stuff, like when I hear uh the opening riff for Super Kick Party, I get excited. Like, I'm like, oh snap! Yeah. Or like the 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 swords clashing for Wheeler Yuta's theme. Mm-hmm. That's all anime as hell. That's <laughs> that's dope. Like those like little sound bites are cool. And so like, I have a song that I've been li- coming out to for years, and that's still the same song I come out to. And yeah. like, original like- song or. No, no, no. It's just like a little emo song that I've been coming out to for oh. years. <laughs> like, I, the the day I knew it worked was uh, I did a show. This was years ago. I did a show and they were like, hey, um, do you want to do our show? I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Cool. And like, they didn't mention music at all. And I remember when they called my name, the song started playing. I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't oh, even shit. tell them that. They just knew. <laughs> so like, you know, oh, that so was that's cool. the, they, they associate that song with you now. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. uh, yeah, so, so that, you, that kind of thing. So, you heard, you heard uh, so I like shows. to do that for all comics on the show. So, mm-hmm. so what you thought about it? Now we want, we all want a theme song. <laughs> we all want a theme song. We want a theme song. Now dude. every time we're going to introduce each other, like we got to play a theme song. Yeah. No. <laughs> Everybody gets your own theme song, dude. Damn. I mean, why not, right? Why not? See, which one's the longest dude? intro? Dude. The longest <laughs> intro. <of all> time. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Royal Rumble, baby. <laughs> So read that yeah. one out of our mark now. <laughs> Imagine. Did yeah, you guys but... remember? Speaking of theme, sorry, speaking Go of theme ahead. songs, there was this um, a couple of years ago. I, I haven't been into wrestling in a long time, but there was this uh, Japanese uh, <laughs> <laughs> Japanese wrestler. He was an NXT. He came up with like somebody playing the violin or like a violin type of thing. Oh, oh Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah, dude, I remember hearing that. Uh, I was like, damn, like that shit was awesome. That was a that was a that moment. was a year with like Is it really? really good theme songs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, when they had um what's the name of the, those people? CFOs making their music? Yeah. 
Ooh, now that it's Def Rebel and they kind of suck. The the so you know why they moved away from the CFO music? Because they signed was... a bad deal. WWE did. Mm-hmm. CFO gets half the money for each play. Oh. And Def Rebels gets like you know negative three cents. I think they owe money. <laughs> <laughs> they owe money every time they play. No. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That kind of shit. So like it's yeah. like oh okay well yeah but it's cool because like since Triple H came back oh. Interesting how all the old themes are coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Pete Dunn's old theme came back. Sammy's back to Worlds Apart, you know, stuff like that. Shinsuke's back to the old theme. Even when he got that remix, I thought when he was turned into a bad guy and it had like the Japanese vocals on it, I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean during that time there was also Glorious. Oh, whew. right. That was that was a good song. Glory. Dude. I was there when Shinsuke lost the belt to him in San Antonio. Were you already in Texas at that point? No. Yeah, I was still in Texas at the time. Yeah, yeah. So er- earlier on, we were talking, right? And you mentioned, I thought you were originally from Chicago. You're not original from Chicago. No, I'm not. I'm from Texas. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that you means, Texas, I mean, Chicago, I've acclimated well to Chicago. So they're like, yeah, he's from Chicago. Of course. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I-, I thought you were. I mean, I like mustard, but not like that much. Like, <laughs> Dude, speaking of Actually, Texas, if you ask my sister, she'll be like, actually, you do. Because I do love mustard. I can put it on everything. <laughs> Dude, uh, speaking of Texas, last week they were talking shit about Texas. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, saying that the food is better uh, here, there in Chicago. Oh, and all oh. that shit. okay. Like, so Texas is the best. I was just trying to get my two cents. I mean, okay, <laughs> get so, out of here. when you're well, looking right. at okay, so here's the thing about Texas: like, it's where I'm from, right? Uh, but there's also like reasons why I moved away. A lot of it has to do with like just the vibes and all that shit there. One thing I do miss though is the food. God damn, the food really? is really so good. Well, here's the thing, though. So Texas is such a weird place, and it specifically, specifically where I'm from, I'm from Houston, right? Okay. And that is, it's genuinely more diverse than like New York City, right? Who is like, it's so fucking diverse with just different peoples and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what happened a lot is, so we already had like our own flavor of food, right? Like that Southern the Tex-Mex, type, right? A lot of Tex-Mex stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's cool and all. But then, you know, Hurricane Katrina happens. We get a lot of folks from Louisiana. Mm. Right. And so they settle in Houston and they bring their food. Right. And so now cultures start merging. Right. Now barbecue and Cajun food start mixing. Oh, shit. Right. And like, okay, that's creating own style. And then you get the other half of it. Like, uh, Houston has the largest Vietnamese population in the U.S., I believe. Right. So there's a lot of Vietnamese influence in Houston. So, like, you know, here in Chicago, it's like English, Spanish, Polish. Mm-hmm. Right. Houston is English, Spanish, Vietnamese. Okay. Right. So, what does what does that mean? That means like there's a lot of kids who you know are second generation whose parents created restaurants. Mm-hmm. Now they own restaurants or they're restaurateurs in their own right. And there's there's actually a really good uh, episode of Ugly Delicious where David Chang goes to Houston and he like breaks it down. Like, there's Viet Cajun food. Oh shit. oh shit! And it's delicious. Like think crawfish, but like with amazing Vietnamese seasonings instead of just the normal crawfish mm-hmm. stuff. And so, like, and what's cool is like you can get that new kind of fusion food, but kind of not fusion food because it's not marketed as like Korean tacos. It's marketed as like this is Houston <laughs> food. <clears throat> right. This okay. is like this is Houston food, one hundred percent. Like every time I go eat at these restaurants in Houston, I'm like, "This isn't some fusion spot. This is just a cool Cajun spot where they were like, hey, here's this flavor of this. Here's this flavor of that.' Like, here's a question. So, if you buy a chicken dinner at Harold's, what comes with that? 
Mesh. The, the sauce. No, no, right. Like so, sauce. It's like fry wing, right? Yes. Mesh yeah. sauce, yeah. Super simple stuff. So in Texas, or at least in Houston per se, when you get a chicken dinner or you get like a shrimp dinner, it's like shrimp, chicken, and like fried rice. Wow. Yeah, you get fried rice mm-hmm. or a negro instead of fries. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's just cool. like, that's how like melded the shit is in Texas. So I would, so you've been in Texas, you've been here in Chicago. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in California, but like, who has a better taco, dude? <laughs> Texas, um, Chicago, or, or, or California, dude? Okay, the correct answer, and this is going to sound rude at first, is your mama, right? <laughs> No, no, I, I, I get like, that. You know what I'm saying? Like the prima, mi mamá, the primeras, right? Like, <laughs> este donde esté, no? Right, donde esté. Um, I haven't been to Cali, so I couldn't tell you. My brother has, and he was like, it's pretty fucking good out there. Told you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait yeah. for that shit, though. Like, uh, like, I was like, <laughs> you know, you watch some of these food vlogs, and you're like, bro, how do they even make money? That doesn't make sense. Like, right? Um, it, I, You know, it's kind of apples and oranges. Right. Okay. Th- that's the thing. I'm from Texas. I have very strong opinions about brisket, but I also recognize that Kansas City barbecue is probably the best one, just Whoa. objectively, because those ribs are ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But it's also not fair to compare them that way. You that's know what true. I'm saying? Because it's that's different true. meats, it's a different style altogether, right? So it's kind of the same thing, right? In Houston, it's a lot of Tex-Mex. Everything's influenced by Tex-Mex, right? Which is fine. But, you know, it's, like, a little harder to get, like, legit Mexican food, right? Mm, like, okay. if I like if I really want, like, really good birria, like, straight-up birria, like El Chivo, mm-hmm. that's hard to get. Up here, mm. not as hard. Because there's spots that are just, like, we've been, hemos estado viniendo birria desde el 1962, like, that kind of shit, if you go to Cicero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That like that exists here, and I I don't and I haven't seen that in Houston. Maybe that's just you know I don't know the spots back home, but you know I was born and raised there, and I lived all over the city, and I've been to spots, and I put people on spots that they're like, "What the fuck, this is here?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's life changing." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That kind of that kind of shit, right? So I would okay. say, and like when you think about it, right? Like, what influence is Chicago gonna put on Mexican food outside of like? I guess we'll saw euros too, right? Like, <laughs> well, I, I'm yeah, you're right. I mean, I think uh, it's more the other way around. Like, I know that there's like some, uh, like Asian food that that do the spin with with like a Mexican take. Like, I know there's like um, mm-hmm. some um, a- like Asian spots with like like Mexican infusion or something like that. But but I, I kind of see where. Yeah, Cor- I've had Korean infused great. burritos. Those are really good. Oh, those are nice. Those the are Korean cool. infused burritos, like I've had them. I've had them here in Chicago before. They're they're good, dude. Uh yeah. oh, you know something interesting I had recently. Uh, down south, like around Galveston, I had a Mexican sushi once. Mexican? Wait, wait what? <laughs> Pretty great. <laughs> so talk, talk to me about Mexican sushi. So, that, what, how does that break down? Because I've so had think, the, so the sushi of, burrito, but it was not a like it was just it's just, just a, a big, big ass sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which is like not a bad you're just like, like <laughs> no, so so think about it, think about like when you go to an Americanized sushi place, right? It's like, oh, the fried shrimp in uh 
tempura is inside the roll with cream cheese with mm-hmm. spicy sriracha right so just replace that with like more mexican flavors queso chihuahua yeah no like so instead of spicy mayo it's valentina or it's fucking really? you know what i'm saying yeah or like um, soya on the top va a ser este mole encima no yeah i'm gonna go with chamoy dude right now no but like you know just it's honestly it's like changes where you're like yeah this is definitely mexican like i had Mm -hmm. a roll once where i'm like bro this tastes like my grandma's house like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) because it was it was a jalapeno it was cream cheese and it was like um uh it was like a piece of like red snapper so uh what's it called Mm. in spanish um Wachinango, no? Yeah, wachilango inside. And I was like, bro, mm-hmm. this tastes like if I had like a plate of wachinango in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, right? Or like there was another one where like the fish was mojarra. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, and it's like not even like the biggest change, but like that's like change. It's just a different take. Yeah. It does wonders, bro. Yeah. And like, you know, invest there. I mean, aguacate is normal, right? But like, but I had like, oh, this has chile poblano in this. And you're like, oh, what does this fucking sauce that's on top? Oh, that has chile verde, chile rojo, and the arbol and shit. And you're crying. Chile aceite, but... dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, there's you're... a spot here, uh, really close by to my house, and it's a sushi spot, Mexican style sushi. And there you they go. add, they add on top, they add este chile de aceite. Oh. Dude, fire. Really, really good. Yeah. Like, they, it gives dumplings, dude? El mamafuk? Mamafuku, dude. Speaking of, dude, we just went to get two more yesterday, dude. Yeah. Two, two more little... Is that bottles. sauce good? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking fire, dude. Hell yeah. Definitely try. recommend it on some dumplings. But uh, but to get to the original thing, I think um, they both have their, their... Both foods in Texas and up here in Chicago. It's all fucking delicious. Right, like, why are you like, yo, dog? Our food's better. Okay, eat it. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I mean, what I mean, like, <laughs> look, bro, it doesn't matter. We're both gonna get hot and spicy in the McDonald's later. So I don't know what you're here. That's what I'm selling me. I, I got a question, Jonathan. I'm like, all right. So when we went well, to a question Canada, for me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, so okay. right now you're talking about there's these. He's Mexican, leaving. He's leaving, bro. There, no, no, no. There, there's this well, Mexican sushi over there, right? Yeah. So instead of taking us to a place like that, you took us to go eat uh deep dish pizza when we went to Cali. <laughs> hey, bro, hold on. Time out. That's how you know a Mexican's back in the ground. Okay, espérate. Time out. Hey, hold hey, on hey, a minute. Let, let, let me explain this shit. Bro, you, you have to admit that deep dish was pretty fire for being from Cali. I mean, it was good. We were there. We were we were there, and then the sushi spot was already closed. Ah, it was over okay, here by okay. my house. You saw it was almost like two two hours to get back. I'm not gonna take you back when it's closed, bro. Without a, a, with the empty stomach, come on. No, I don't know. I don't know, but you had a very intimate conversation with the chef afterwards, dude. I don't know I why you guys always give me shit about that, dude. That was the weirdest conversation. I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh, they're from California. They're from Chicago. Salut, chef, dude. Like, stay, salut. Like, oh, how'd you guys like the sauce? I'm very proud of my sauce. Like, you know, like I want to make it as close as I can to Chicago style sauce. Yeah. Y empieza Jonathan, have you tried not adding sauce to the pizza? Bro, what the, <laughs> the dude's like all proud of his sauce. Y Jonathan, no, dude, quítale la salsa, agrégale esto. And the dude's like, como que yo, Jonathan, like, nah. Angel, they accept. And you're like, hey, dog, I didn't want advice. I was just telling you my <laughs> <laughs> Sharing his goals and shit, just <laughs> crashing in his brain. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, look, I'm gonna be honest, man, I was gonna take him to a sushi spot, but it was closed. <laughs> so, Angel, so I wanted to ask you, going back a little bit to that silver, um, yeah, beer that you got going on, dude. So, so I don't know, Tank, me or Romero, have you guys tried anything like a beer, non-alcoholic beer yeah. or anything like? That? I tried a Heineken Zero. Ugh, they're right, and that's the only thing that I know of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's over here giving me like they have this, they have that, they have bourbon, they have that, and I was like, damn, like I didn't. Obviously, I didn't know there was a scene. I've never tried a non-alcoholic beer myself. The only thing that I guess I could kind of compare it to. Which it's gonna sound a little bit weird, but when we went into keto and we wanted to try like a tortilla, it was just kind of like off. Like yeah. if we wanted to have the taste of the tortilla so bad that we got like a almond flour type of tortilla, you yeah. know, to kind of replace the tortilla that we know right. of, right? And it, I, I'm assuming it's kind of like almost in the same concept. Oh, I see where it's <laughs> like not there quite yet, but it's close enough. But it gives you the kick, as you would say. So, yeah. so as I say, I say it scratches the itch. Right. Um, okay. This was... tastes like beer. Really? So straight up, when I first got there. So mind you, before this, the only al- non-alcoholic beer I'd had was like uh, Odul's, right? I was going to ask about that. That's the one I've I've had. Yeah. Tried. And like, it's whatever, right? And um, when I went to the place, I was like, oh, let me go support. I had met uh, my, my buddy Whitney. She's the artist for, uh, they're the artist for uh, Sober Rabbit. And um we're just chatting it up, and they're like, hey, get a booth. I was like, I don't know what to get. Like, what's it going to taste like? Like, what did you used to drink? And I was like, this. Okay, go get. This is going to be the closest thing. And I got it. And, dude, when I tell you that, like, I had a sip, and I had to, like, sit there for five minutes and, like, rethink my life. Because I was like, because, one, it was triggering, right? Because it's like, damn, that tasted like a fucking beer. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oof, right? Second, it's like, can I really drink this and not, and still be sober? Three. Damn, that was a good ass beer. Yeah, but I'm scared to try to keep going, right? And then like you know, that you go through that those mental steps, and I remember them looking at me like, "Yeah, I remember my first non-alcoholic." <laughs> They're just like, "I get it, I get it." Um, but what's nice is like, um, I'd been looking for something to like help out with that because it just sucks when you're in a social setting and everybody's got a drink and you don't and you have a Pepsi Zero or whatever the fuck. Yeah, exactly. a Theraflu. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like that kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, ah, man, what do what do you do? What do you what do you, what's the move here? And so, um, and just discovering just the big non-alcoholic beer scene has been great because I mean, when I drank before, it became like a huge problem. I used to genuinely enjoy like trying micro brews and tasting different whiskeys like you know there's some of us that just enjoy drinking because it tastes good we genuinely enjoy the taste right i mean like even if you drink to get fucked up let's say you have a taste of a really good whiskey you're like damn that was smooth that was really good right Mm -hmm. right so even then um and what's nice is that i kind of get to dip my toe back into that stuff again and i could talk about like mocktails or like Mm -hmm. you know if people start talking about cocktails they're like oh yeah do this this and this and then add this i know that i'm like Okay, I could just add this non-alcoholic thing instead. Damn, dude. dude yeah, and I don't want, I, it's good to know that there's like alternatives for yeah. that, right? Yeah. Dude, there's a hazy IPA. It looks like the like, Lagunita. Yeah, yeah. Like, a whole line of of non-alcoholic um, beers. Well, I, the, I actually the, seen them. The Athletic Brewing, the one that um, Angel was talking about, they have a hazy mm-hmm. IPA. Yeah, uh, dude. I was like, oh, oh okay. shit. I was like, nice. all right, I might 
just have to try that one, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I, I wouldn't good. mind trying it, dude. I wouldn't mind trying like all these stuff that he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. bro. Go for it. Honestly, um, I wouldn't mind. I think I have, I think I can get like, I think there's like a, not a spreadsheet, but like a post that has like all the breakdowns of oh, yeah. where a lot of these spots are. I'm pretty sure there's a few in Cali. So, and, and I don't mean to get personal with you, Andrew, or anything like that, but I know you said you're yeah, dog, we just mad. What the f- right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get personal, but uh, it's like, what? Okay, tell me like, again, how long have you been sober? Uh, let me get the official count for real. For you. Um, Cause I know you were trying to be official earlier, so yeah, appreciate that. Just call me out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 2348 days, six years, five months, four days, two hours, 34 minutes of counting. Damn, bro. Oh, shit. congrats on that. I know uh, that takes a lot of a lot of willpower, though. Uh, thank you, bro. Uh, that says you got this, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, dude. And then. Again, I didn't want to get personal because we just met, right? But, but you did. Was it? Did you stop drinking because of it was a personal choice, or of personal uh, decisions that you would make when you would get drunk, or was it something that happened with someone else outside of your circle, outside of your life that was, was like, okay, I'm gonna. Stop. Uh, it's uh, it's both, right? Okay. So growing up, just, I mean, Mexican dads, right? <laughs> Uh, I'll put it that way, and then um, I don't think me and my father's relationship is weird right now. We haven't talked to each other in like forever, never his like a trying, but uh, but his drinking is a problem, mm-hmm. and uh, he's made strides to be better at it. But when he falls, he falls hard, and it's like it's exhausting. Um, and growing up. You know, you see your parents' relationship and you tend to model shit after that, right? Yeah. The TLDR of it was I was in a relationship that was long-term when I was younger. And I drank like a motherfucker, as, you know, young people do. And, like, I was a different person. And that person sucked. And it never got physically abusive, but it was definitely, like, emotionally abusive. I was Mm -hmm. a piece of shit. Like, all the... Worst ist isms that you could be in a relationship. I was that basically without the physical, you know, aspect. Yeah. And like it was not good. And I did not like the person I was. And, you know, when that relationship ended, you know, uh, that put a lot of things in perspective for me. And, you know, I started doing work, but unfortunately, it was also a lot of self-medication. So I started drinking way more than I should have. And it was a lot of, like, nights of, like, I don't know how I got here. Oh, oh shit, there's a big-ass dent in my car. From what? Oh, shit. Right. Right. Or, like, oh, did I do a set last night? I, I remember, like, doing a set that was recorded, and I paid, like, 100 bucks for it. Like, it was, like, a whole, like, production, and it was a dog shit set because I was drunk out of my ass. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. like, it was not good. And I just remember being like, oh, man, that's bad. And uh, you think hitting bottom the first time would have done it? No. Uh, <laughs> it took, like, two more bottoms. And then one day I just, you know, todo crudo, todo tirado, calling into work, like, I don't know what's wrong. And it's like, yeah, you do. You're still drunk from the night before. Right. 
and I remember looking, and I just shaved my head. My dad's bald, and I just shaved my head. And I was just like, oh. And, like, I was 20, I was 22, 23, looking older than I do now. And I'm almost 30 now. Like, that shit ages you badly if you don't have your Mm -hmm. shit together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, man. I saw myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, fuck. I look like my dad. What the fuck? And, like, I always joke that, you know, my dad didn't teach me much. He taught me three things. He taught me uh, how to paint a house, how to grill, and what not to do. (laughs) Yeah. And when it comes to things like relationships and drinking and just being better. And so I quit. I started, you know, a little bit of AA, but eventually it was mostly just spite <laughs> that kept me sober for the longest. And then, um, and yeah, I've been sober ever since now that I'm out here or even actually during the pandemic, it was really hard. So I started doing AA meetings more often and I don't do them as much as I should actually, but you know, I try to make one uh, when I can. It's mostly scheduling stuff because I'm so fucking busy, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but when I when you know times are tough in regards to that, you know I make it a point to go just to kind of recenter myself, because there's some days where it's easy, where it's so easy, where it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't have to worry about this. I'm fine. Life's great. Blah blah blah. There's days where you're like, God damn it, I wish this NA beer was a real beer. Like something I realized quickly is like I can have like a non-alcoholic beer at my house, right? I can't bring those even the non-alcoholic bottle i can't bring it home because mm. i'll finish it and then i'll be like well i want more liquor stores right there it doesn't close till midnight like you know so that kind of like, you kind of learn right yeah but yeah and so that's that's kind of what happened with me and like um it, it was really out of like oh i don't like this person i would not hang out with this person you know if you don't like yourself objectively mm-hmm yeah, it says it says a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> dude. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. That's yeah, uh, for sure. It's it's definitely, um, it's challenging. I mean, you you you've dealt with it. It's been six years. If uh, we all give you props for that. Thank you, um, thank you. Especially after, as you say, that you didn't like the person that you were. It's something that you you know you needed to change, and one day you just took initiative and you did it. Definitely something to admire in a sense. You know what I mean? So thanks, homie. Definitely yeah. give you props. Cheers to that. Cheers to you, even though I don't got nothing but. I was gonna say, I was like, dude. So, like, I, I looked at right now, I was looking up, looking it all up. So, La Botella, the, the bottle you mentioned, and plus um, the athletic the athletic beer that you said, he says, like the regular mm-hmm. one, the golden one, yeah, and, and the hazy IPA. So, you can find them at Binnie's. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can find them at yeah. Binnie's. So, um, like yeah. La, La Botella, you can only around here, you can only find it in Orland, like, you can't find it anywhere closer to me. So, like, I, I just put the order just to pick it up at Orland. So, I'll try it. Uh, like, like what, I said, the beer or the, the bourbon? The bourbon. So, the bourbon, uh, is, where it's are not, you? It's not around the me. city. Um, so I'm on it's, Midway area, yeah, around me. Uh, okay, yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, bro, just go to Bendicion, go to Humboldt. Oh, yeah. I would, but I'm I mean, we can no, make it a it's week bigger pain in the ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, so that's funny. Uh, it's funny nope. you mentioned that because my my mom is always like, it's only like a mile away, and in Texas, that's nothing. But I'm like, mom, that mile takes 
20 minutes in a car. Like, you don't it, understand. Like, it takes the, a while with traffic. With the city. Like, and that's not including if you're doing, like, public transit. Like, it's literally, it's literally faster for me to walk through Humboldt Park and get to Bendición by walking than it is to take the public transit. No. Just because it's because of the traffic, bus schedules, shit like that. So it's like, dude, you know. um, the name being is it Latino? Yeah, it's a BIPOC LGBTQ plus one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. Her name's her. Uh, their name is Christina. Yeah. Okay. She's dope. Cool. Yeah. It's a cool time. It's a cool place. Um, it, it sounds like a good, like a cool place. Um, yeah, it's a I, I've seen the, the the posters and all that, like, and uh, you know, Carla, uh, she she'll ask me from time to time, like, hey, have you talked to Angel? What is he up to? Because I I told her you had moved out, um, to uh, Houston. Yeah. Um, because for the longest, like, ever since she met you, she's like, oh, I want to check out one of his shows. Mm-hmm. But it just happened that you know your shows landed like on a on a weekday, like Thursday, Wednesday, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And with kids, it's it's a little hard to. Oh, it's on this matter, right? Sí, sí, sí. Pero, um, but, you know, and again, you can't like, keep now, it in your pants. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone oh. said it, dude. <laughs> COVID got us, you know. <laughs> okay. Who's <laughs> my little COVID baby? <laughs> Whatever, dog. You acted like you didn't have a kid before COVID. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was easier to get a babysitter for one, but now for three, it's it's a little harder. Um, oh, man, that's no, but este, yeah, like the 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 posters say, like Masquerada, like obviously, like were you promoting it and the name being Bendición. I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool. It's a you know Latino owned bar. Um, and and then like also like understanding like that there's this whole community right like i had never thought about it to be honest with you in, in, in that sense of like you know n- people who are not you know who want to have a good time but they don't want to be at a regular bar or even even you do like i would see you at, at the wrestling shows and and lord knows i would fucking like, buy buckets and buckets of beer mm-hmm. um you would offer like often <laughs> and every time i'd be like i don't drink bro but thank you <laughs> Suele pasar, dude. Perdona. No, no. It sounds just like Rome, dude. It sounds just like Rome. No, it's not like he's doing it. He's like, you want a beer? Hmm. <laughs> like, it was no, like, pero ¿quieres sí. una chela? No, it'd be like, ¿quieres pero una sí. chela, güey? Tienes head? It was always like, hey, hey, do you want a beer? I'm like, hey, I don't drink, brother, but thank you. And then he'd quickly go like, a soda? And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> My parents would be like, yeah, una coca, please. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. No, yeah, but uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, Fucking yeah, right my favorite, the best thing I ever did aside from moving back was meeting up with Christina, getting to know her, the Bendición and everything. It's if I do nothing else, um, with my career back in Chicago, it's just the fact that I'm like, oh, I get to run this monthly show at this cool spot and like give folks this cool place to hang out. I'm more <clears> than happy with that. Well, your shows, um, um, is there a charge or is just part of like so that's the cool. bar? So that's the cool part, man. Um, we do limited sitting just because okay. it's a smaller space. See. And, you know, these last few times we've like sold out. Um, and, you know, the first time we started do, like doing limited space, it was standing room only. The second time around, uh, it wasn't, it was pretty packed as well. well. Not everybody came, but it was still pretty packed. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't take much to fill up the room. Um, 
but it's the vibes are right if that makes any sense it's cool and it's free it's always free we just ask that like hey you know check in the event right that way we have enough chairs mm, okay because <laughs> that's I'm, what happened the yeah. first time we ran out of chairs yeah, now okay. the second time we had too many chairs so it's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a standing ovation dude Oh, uh, there you go. Regardless of the if the set was good or bad, right? <laughs> and the song was awful, but we're already standing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh. No, I um, no, but yeah, it's it's a free show. We just ask that you, you kind of reserve, kindly reserve your spot before. That way, we can have a head count, right? Um, we do ask for donations at the end because it costs money to produce a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but well, after that, the <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. You know, we have a. It's funny. We have a Wakanda Forever exclusive like popcorn bucket that you bought oh, at the movie theater i like when i uh-huh. went to go see it like i bought it and yeah. by the way i want to talk about wakanda forever because i have opinions about this movie okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and so we it lights up and everything and like that's our pass around bucket for money and it has like a venmo code on it that we're like okay <laughs> use your phone but like it's ah, it's cool ah, that's, that's cool. cool nice the best part is i have my white producer do it so i go ask people <laughs> for money with the wakanda forever bucket <laughs> Hey, but uh, hit me with those questions though, because I got Miga here who might be able to answer them. Uh, questions about Wakanda Forever. Come on, I don't have questions. I know what's up about Wakanda Forever. I'm a huge Marvel nerd. Um, so somebody was telling me once, and they're like, "So like, did did like did they were they gonna fuck?" And I was like, "Honestly, dude, probably. <laughs> they probably were, dude. Not gonna lie. And, and they're like, but like." He just said some fucked up shit. I'm like, that's the thing Mexican dudes can do. You can say some real <laughs> fucked up shit and make it sound so romantic, it's not even funny. Like we're <laughs> we're pretty good at that. Like it's it's a problem. It's genuinely like it's it's we should work on it, but we don't. <laughs> we sure don't. But like, yeah, because like when you really break down, because like they were making Google eyes hard. Like he was like trying to be like, hundred oh, percent, like, dude. You know, he was doing the works, but he was like saying the most. Like he's like. Like that last line, he's like, you know, let's bring the world together. And you're like, oh, right? Yeah, like, dude. And it was like, oh, fuck. And then it's like, that man just asked you to commit genocide. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, that's fucked up, man. But, but in like, a way, you know, it's it, it it the most romantic thing to say, though. Like, I know. Let's right. burn the world together. You know, it's me and you. We'll burn everybody. You know. Like, yeah. Man. But like, he was genuinely talking. <laughs> That's the problem, though. <laughs> like, when like a gangbanger and his hyena talk about it, <laughs> he's like, fuck these fools, babe. It's just us, right? <laughs> but like, these like mass genocide. Absolutely. Let's do it. Like, genuinely, that was his plan. I think that's what people forget. Like, this man was ready to fuck people up. When he got Bro, stopped he, because yeah. he was dehydrated. Yeah, this, that, that's why you should drink plenty that's of water. Why drink water. That's yeah. why you should drink water. That's why you should drink water. Have you watched Wakanda Forever or no? No. You know it's on Disney Plus, right? It could be worse, bro. What if they wanted to watch some white people shit? <laughs> hey, that's true though. Hey, Jiggy's when she was little, all she wanted to watch is that movie Spirit. Spirit. And it has to do with Native Americans and like that's cool. is it the, know, horse? the horse. Yeah, the horse, horse, yeah the horse one. But it's it's uh the horse the voice of the horse is what is it? Uh Mark Wahlberg? 
Is it really? Or is, is it Matt really? Damon? It's Matt know. Damon, right? So the two most Boston men? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it'll... My, my brother asked me the Matt same Damon thing uh, during uh, Super Bowl Sunday. He was here and he's like, have you watched Wakanda Forever? I'm like, I'm like, nah. He's like, like seriously? I'm like, not even the first one, dude, to be honest. He's like, oh, that's you can skip the first one. He's like, pero cuantas veces has visto Coco? That's <laughs> You're like, bro, when I close my eyes, I see Coco. Like... <laughs> Ahí está, ahí está Romero durmiendo, ¿no? Remember me. Bro, like this, he can't even enjoy a uh, paleta if it's out of coco. Like that's like, <laughs> it's fucked with him so bad. <laughs> Romero, ¿no quieres una paleta de coco? He gets triggered, ¿no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love him. No, but I mean, like, it's all good, man. Like, you know, you'll watch when you can in like 30 years <laughs> when your kids move out. And I say 30 because I mean, Mexican kids be like that. Like, <laughs> man, I'm a grown ass man. All right. You're my roommate. I don't live here. Like, that kind of thing. That's true. The roommate, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. My, and like, the best part is like, Mexican moms be like, ¿Por qué te vas a mudar? Well, I'm, I'm old now. Aquí like, tienes todo. Aquí te Aquí tienes todo. Te limpiara el coliflor si me dejaras. <laughs> <laughs> el coliflor. Right. Except, except unless it's like the, the daughter, right? And it's like, tú ya salte, ves a casarte ya, ya muchate. Ya que este, ya estás muy grande, ¿no? <laughs> Bro, like, oh man, uh, Nick Guevara, I think that's his name, is a comedian on uh, a Santa comedian. Nick Guerra, that's his name, Nick Guerra. He has this okay. funny ass bit about like fucking uh, Mexican daughters and shit. Like Mexican moms, bro. Oh, mi bebito, mi ay, que bonito, mi chamaquito. The daughter, God, that's how hard life's gonna hit you. You better fucking deal with it. Damn. <laughs> and it's like, that's true, bro. A lot of that shit is true. Like, it is, dude. my mom is not like that. If anything, it's the opposite. Like, she's like, mi bebita, estos chamacos, hijos de sus. But, <laughs> but like, when it comes to like, uh, my. But like with my other aunts, they're so mean to their daughters, and it's like all you have is daughters. Like it's, <laughs> you don't even have a son to be a baby over. Like all you have is daughters. Why are you mean to all of them? That, that's why they baby the dog, dude. Yeah, that's why they baby the dog. That yeah, dude, a hundred percent, dude. They baby the dog. And it's always the Mexican dad, no? Like, no quiero ningún pinche perro en la casa y lo yes. <laughs> <more attachable>. comprándole <laughs> vestiditos y la chingada. Yeah. Hazle, haz. Ponle respeto al perro, okay? <laughs> dude, lucky that was my situation, dude. I didn't want blue and like it's like todo. Even your room's blue, dude. Even your room, yeah. You see? <laughs> you see? I'm telling you, dude. Right? Well, we're in the comedy too. topic. Este, the, I remember this moment specifically, right in the first few conversations I had with Angel. I don't know why Adal Ramones came up. Oh, yeah. He oh. was a fan of Adal Ramones and I was like, Lately, it's so like I don't know, like like I can't find anybody that would reference Adal Ramones in anything. Oh, and I'm like, like, like the rest, the rest of us. No, no, it's because the rest of us were out of. Did Angel? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, when I grew up, yo vi desmadrugados. That's not the same. It's not the same. No, outside of our circle, like conocer así like gente que that would reference Adal Ramones. Like it's a even really... with Carla when I I give her a hard time because nunca había otro rollo and I was like, Wait, dude, ah, vamos a ver los pinches monólogos en YouTube, los sketches, dude, <laughs> que we would watch in front of Carla, where right. we all fucking dying and Carla was like, what the fuck, bro? Well, man, so 
I'm a huge, obviously being a comedian and stuff. Like I think I'm, I'm a huge fan of like late night, right? Late night TV. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I didn't, the first anything I watched was with my grandpa and it was Otro Royo on like a Friday, Saturday night. It would be Otro Mm -hmm. Royo. And like, we'd be fucking dying because it was so fucking funny. And so like, that was, that was the shit. That was my, what's funny is like a lot of people, as much as I love, you know, I have my influence and stuff from comedy. Like everything came in Spanish first for me. I was blessed in that. Like, fui a Mexico. Like cada verano. Like yo, estuve, like I had the very Mexican. La comedia speech. is different, right? Like el estilo de. Well, no? it's más vulgar, the primeras, mm-hmm. <laughs> mucho más. Yeah. Like my sense of humor in Spanish is fucking filthy compared to my sense of humor in English, <laughs> right? Like it's disgusting. It's fucking rude. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot more um i mean it's getting better now about it but like it, it used to be very offensive half the time and like what nowadays it's not like outwardly offensive like it used to be where like just a funny accent would be enough but like it's still kind of rude with a lot of shit like um but like it's it's you know it's what we grow up on right so you think it's funny mm-hmm. and but like like my first experience of wrestling was lucha libre my first experience in late night stand up was in spanish like, I didn't watch Comedy Central Pro Sense when I was a kid. I watched Humores el Comediante. I remember that shit, dude. Oh, that. Yeah, that was the first shit I saw. I didn't see a guy in a suit doing stand-up. I saw a guy in a suit doing characters and as yeah. the character the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of shit. That's the stuff I watched. Like, I, I didn't know I was watching, like, improv and character work before I ever knew what it actually was. And it was all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, Adal Ramon is, like, fucking... I don't think I would have ever even thought about comedy outside of like movies if it weren't for that guy. Cause you know, Stop growing up. List. Yeah. Cause I mean like, you know, we're in that sweet spot where like all those Will Ferrell movies came out. <laughs> Will Ferrell, all Kevin Hart. The, yeah. the Judd movie comes out. Right. And like for a lot of people when they were younger in like middle school, high school, like that's their personality. <laughs> like that's, that's what they do. But like, I was always like, yo, Adal Ramones, Conan O'Brien, like fucking um craig uh ferguson like the late night dudes i thought that was the shit because it was like so fucking weird right so so fucking imaginative and hilarious like like to this day like i think and and i know what's gonna happen like he's gonna die we're gonna find out he was a monster but like conan (laughs) o'brien like my hero because i'm like this is a dude who's just like who lucked out is very humble about the fact that he lucked out and he's just like, yeah, I'm just a weird guy who got a show, and like, I just kept doing it, and like, yep. you know, and he's like, he's very been very open about his issues with stuff, and like, I think it's he's always been cool, and it's funny because now he's like at the age of he's like stories of like his friends and stuff. They're like, yeah, he's just a weird rich guy now, like, he doesn't, <laughs> and it's like the dream, and I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Does, does still he does he still do his podcast? He was doing uh, Conan Conan and Friends. Conan O'Brien or, needs a friend. He still does it. Yeah. He got oh, dude, that thing blew up like crazy. Really? I, I started to, like, listening when he started, but I stopped at some point. Yeah, it's a really good show. I love that show. It's like, you know, maybe it's because I do a podcast, but like podcasts, I'm like over them for a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I will go out of my way to listen to that. Nice. Or watch mm-hmm. the clip. It's so see, good. See, it's normal, Jonathan, for you not to listen to other podcasts if you do a podcast. Ah, <laughs> yes, ah like, okay. Well, and Thank like, you, Angel. 
Porque no, es... thank you, thank you. <laughs> Mándame el cheque. Uh, <laughs> but you personally, dude, because uh, production doesn't have money, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like, uh, so yeah, but for me, like Adal Ramones was the thing. Uh, man, La Escuelita, remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, La Familia Peluche still stands to, to this day. You can oh, turn that on. This day is so good. Even Vecinos. Is yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to say Vecinos. Oh, I didn't get to Vecinos shows. until recently. Like, not recently, but a few years ago. Although that show's been going on for many, many years. Yeah. Comedy, oh, wow. comedy for me would be, obviously, Adal Ramones for real. Like, for me, he mm -hmm. stands on top. Pero Eugenio Derbez, dude. For me, he oh. stands up there as well. You know, obviously, Man, talk like, about Familia Peluche. But yeah, it's, it's just as comedy. Everything he's done before that. Right, right. El Longe Moco, like he does, he used to do, ¿cómo se llama? Eh, de, de vez en cuando, or what was like the channels he would have, yeah. and then I, I he would have stuff. Well, right, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. He was killing it, he's still, he's still funny as fuck, How to this day. No, but he's killing it, like, on, on this side of the border, no? Ahora, like, yeah, he's, he's doing yeah, more yeah. of yeah. So that's you good know, for they, him. They put him in, like, a couple weird movies, you're like, okay, he's still just <laughs> hemming it up, which is fine, but, like, in my head, I'm like, man, if he could just make... The same shit he does in Spanish, make him, it work yeah. in English. That's true. So much fucking money. That's true. Because, like, if you really think about it, like how absurd Familia Peluches was. Do you think there's a like, market for that though? Like, you think like if, it, if like uh, Familia Peluche was in, um, in like in American culture? Mm, no, would, right? No. Yeah. Because, because all right, you gotta remember, Familia Peluche was already like an absurd show. Because mm -hmm. it's it was like in this hyper realism. Where everybody dressed like that fucking crazy. Where everybody, mm -hmm. like, where the wildest shit they would do is very normal to them. But it's funny to us, right? And, like, that kind of stuff doesn't translate well here. Right. It just, I don't think I've ever seen it happen. The closest thing is maybe 30 Rock. But even then, that's, like, just set in an alternative world. Yeah, 30 yeah. Rock's yeah. a good Instead of SNL, you have. Yeah, yeah, I really like 30 Rock. 30 Rock's TV, though. Matt TV, you guys remember all that shit? Oh, yeah. oh, Matt TV. It was funny, but a lot of that stuff does not age well. You're like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Not today. Yeah. And you know, and like when you, it's always funny when I hear somebody's like, you can't do that anymore. I'm like, you can. It's just, it's not funny. Yeah. 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 You can true. do whatever the hell you want. It's just not funny because yeah. we've matured since then. We're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this, and that's fine. If you think that's funny, I mean, good for you, bro. But you're laughing alone. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm that kind of thing. Like, yeah, I love Matt TV. Holds up. I liked Matt TV before I liked SNL. Um, yes. Yeah, me too, dude. I think as a yeah. little kid, and you kind of grow up. Yeah. You grow up with Matt TV because it's raunchier than mm -hmm. SNL was. And like yep. there was, there was brown people on it. Yeah, there was brown people. <laughs> on it. Granted, they're saying racist jokes, but at least they were there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, there was like, you had more black people. You had an Asian dude. Every once in a while, they'd get like a Mexican in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you know, at least they're trying, right? And they had a lot of cool guest stars. And like, what's cool is like the whole point of the show wasn't a guest host. It was like. Oh, this is just the shit we made up. Oh, cool. Bret Hart's here. Nice. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it was like the most random, like, oh, Stoke Holt's here. That's cool. Right? But it was never like this week's guest. It's like, yeah. this week's Mad TV. Like an SNL type of promo type of thing now. Yeah, right. Like, you know, and SNL's cool. Don't get me wrong. That, that yeah, episode recently with um, uh, Pedro Pascal was really funny. 
the, Dude, the, that when he does the mom shit, thing, bro. I was like, yeah. so accurate. It's, oh, it hurts. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. He's, he's, he's in his prime old. right now, no? Oh, Hell yeah. Killing it. He's definitely he's, killing it. Yeah, he's fired. Yeah. God, my favorite thing he's done has actually been um recently that he's done has been not even like The Last of Us or Mandalorian. It's been um The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. No way, dude. Oh, I, heard, dude, I heard of that movie. He I have not seen that. Matches Nicolas Cage so good. Does it really? It's like he's and you know what's crazy? You know that like it's funny when Nicolas Cage plays the straight man. <laughs> he's the one who's like you should chill out and like brother pascal's being fucking crazy and shit like it's it's so funny it's so good it. you should definitely recommend that movie to watch what is it called again the unbearable weight of massive talent okay i gotta watch that shit yeah but man yeah I, but back to the original thing yeah i love ramon is man i remember there was one monologue where he's like and it was like literally 10 minutes of them just fucking around on the camera. Like, just like doing nothing. You can pull that shit off, dude. Yeah, <laughs> doing nothing. And then like, okay, encontramos el monologo. And everybody's like, hey. And like, <laughs> short version of it. Or See, like, oh, dude, Rudy? That, I was yeah, going to say, Rudy. I was going to take Rudy to your show, dude. Dude, did you guys see that uh, episode with, uh, well, nowadays, now, style Omar Chaparro, that he has like a late night show? I think mm-hmm. it's the late, late night show or something like that. Yeah, Omacha Pato is really talented, but I don't think the move was a late night show. Right, right. So Alan Ramones goes goes on there, right? And yeah. Omacha Pato has Rudy. Oh, oh shit. He's, he's, he's part of his band. So when uh, Alan Ramones goes on the show, he starts talking shit to Rudy. He's like, damn, like you left me for him. Like, you know, that's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. It's it's cool. That I, I remember right. watching that. I gotta show. watch that now. That's, that's nice, dude. Yeah. Omar Chaparro and Kim Baisel Ramores. Oh, orale. Hell yeah, dude. Well, and, and I told you what I do watch is este, Jordi has his own YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yes, entrevistas con Jordi. Jordi Rosado. Um, yeah, he has interviews with other artists. And um, I mean, it's más pinche chisme que nada in a way. I was going to tell you. I, yeah. I still watch that shit. Like, it's. Oh, this cat! I know this cat. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a it's a chat show, bro. He's like Graham Norton. (laughs) It's one on night though, but it's like eh, yeah, not a comedian. He's not. He's a good interviewer though. Yeah, yeah. He keeps you like attached to the show for sure. Yeah. Uh, God, who's that comedian? So I, I mean, so naturally, there's been the huge stand-up boom in Mexico. See, con you know Richie O'Farrell, Carlos Vallarta, um, mm-hmm. Sofia Rivera, like those are like the main ones. And like I just remember watching that, being like, oh, I want to do that. That's incredible. But like, just I'm like, I could never do that. Just object, just language wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do remember. Um, stand up in español? No, 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 jamás. Have you thought about it? Yeah. Um. I mean, Stop where you. would I even start, right? Where do I go? Where do I promote it? I don't know. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. But, I'll, you know, also, like, what would my set be compared to what it is now? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's I've thought about it for sure, though. But, uh, excuse me. Um, but they have really funny shows on YouTube, too, that are good. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember this cat's name. Um, Escamilla? No. Oh. Escamilla, though, the goat. 
arguably right, right now. But yeah, just he's, he's on so fire. he's he been is, so uh, good for years though. That's right, the scary yeah. part. Yorita está haciendo pretty much his whole shows are improvs, no? Yeah, the the new style show that he has is improv. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm talking like straight up like savant levels of like. He goes out there, smokes a cigarette, and he's like, Yeah. And it's amazing. It's incredible. You, you, you chats it up. I see that. It's a good time. Um, he's going to be uh, over here, dude. Okay, Are so there's, a, there's, Sosa? A, there's this guy. Um, he does interviews. He's like, he's, he's like a YouTuber. He runs around. Mm, okay. and he's like, Adrian Marcelo. Adrian Marcelo. I never yes. heard of him. Um, he's really popular. He has like a late yeah. show, I think. Dude, I was about to say, just Google it, dude. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's this funny clip where like he's doing like a morning show, and like there's a lady, and like Stavino pasteles, right? <laughs> y luego, y luego, oh, gracias por los pasteles aquí, tal y tal y tal. And he's like, sí. Y luego Adrián le dice, sí, muchas gracias al público que nos está viendo de, de manera, gracias a mi novia, ya tenemos. Tenemos cinco años de novios, gracias. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah. That uh, type in um, el dedo. What is it, Adrián Sosa? No, no, no el Marcelo, Adrián Marcelo. Look up the video. Este? Oh, that motherfucker is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, dude. Because you gotta, you just gotta watch the this cat or the the guy with the cake in his hand. Solo a mi novia también en especial que nos está viendo. Oh, ya sé cuál es. Espérate, let me let me uh, share with audio. Or were you guys here? Yeah, 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 yeah we could hear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's fucking such a curveball right there. <laughs> he's fired. Hey, yeah, he has a TikTok, dude. He has a TikTok. He's oh, so so that, that, funny, bro. Yeah. I follow him on TikTok. That's, yeah, there's yeah, a funny too. one where he goes to Arena Mexico and like he accidentally co-ops the entire crowd. Really? He's just there to interview fans, but everybody's oh, like, yeah. it's Adrian! And like, he's like, he's trying to leave, and like, the crowds are following him. Yeah. He gets kicked mm -hmm. out. Uh, <laughs> they're like, hey, asshole. Like, well, like, but it's funny because he's like talking to a little kid. He's like, ¿Tú qué opinas de la lucha libre? And like, he's like, and this kid gives like the most beautiful, like, poetic answer. He's like, pues, ¿tienes 32 años? ¿Qué pedo? Like, he's just like, <laughs> No way! <laughs> like it's the funniest shit in the world, bro. Uh, I'll send I'll send you all the link, but it's it's one of the funniest thing in the. Dude, I know he's done he's done interviews out here in um like in Vegas. Uh, he went yeah. to, to Qatar, uh, for the World Cup. The World Cup. Oh, was it? Yeah, he was in Qatar. Yeah, he, yeah, he was doing a bunch of interviews. He's fucking funny, dude. He's fucking he hilarious. Really funny. Good shit though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but but overall, just you know, just comedy in Spanish in general. I'm just like. Yeah, it's different. Definitely, it's different. so different. But like, I just, I, it's, it's one of those things I yearn to be there. But it's like I know Same. I can't. Mm -hmm. Right? It's just like maybe someday. Maybe well, someday. Angel, before we kind of like move on into our final segments, though, I want yeah. you to talk to us about Death and Friends, and and I, I have to add, you started a podcast years ago. Yeah. Was it? Funny sometimes or funny, funny maybe probably. funny probably okay yeah like and you stopped that like I I 
I think I gave you like I told you like as soon as I started listening to you like like dude this is really good stuff I oh I really thanks. enjoyed it yeah I remember uh, um, you stopped it but so, I know life gets in the way but you picked up podcasting with Death and Friends so yeah so so this is what happened I was working on that show it was super fun I got to meet so many people and the the whole the whole bit there and what happened was um, I recorded everything in bulk. So I spent like mm-hmm. a month and a half just running around Chicago whenever I had free time to interview people. And I had like literally like 15 interviews that never made the light of day. Damn. No way. And like I was editing them myself and everything. And like they were like getting good. And like it was it was getting positive results. I was like, damn, I'm getting pretty decent listens considering I'm just fu- some fucking guy. <laughs> but like I worked really hard on the promo and everything. So. But uh, one my computer broke. <laughs> the hard drive oh, corrupted, and like all that shit went away. Damn. Yeah, I found a few of them on like my OneDrive, and I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit, okay." But it's only like three versus like the, the other ones, fifteen. So that's gen- legitimately like twenty hours worth of damn. content damn, that I had made. I, I remember day. you had uh, a. It was a girl that, that that she made like songs, like or like jingles. I don't even jingles. remember that. Uh, jingles, 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 or, jingles. Or she, you know, she bells? Made, like, like, like commercial like, jingles, kind of like that. Um, like bells, you know, jingle okay. bells. You would request like, oh, jingle, jingle, jingle bells. <laughs> Batman <laughs> smells no. <laughs> there was a song about an alligator. <laughs> Oh, did she make the song for your? Oh, um, talk about Amy Doe. Amy, yes. Um, so Amy Doe is this really great. Um, she actually just got back into performing, but she's a really great musician performer. And um, don't know if that episode actually released, but I remember talking to you about it. I think, and uh. Yeah, she's the person who made the Death and Friends jingle. Okay. And what's funny is that for her, that's just the thing she did once. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, for thousands of people, that's like their favorite part of the show. Oh, shit. And I've told her that multiple times where I'm like, hey, just so you know, like. In my head, honestly, I sing the fucking jingle whenever you guys yeah. it. Like when oh. I hit the intro. Yeah. Death comes for us all. <laughs> But it's it's that comes for us all. You might as well make it your friend, your friend with us on death and friends. And there's a guitar and a harmonica. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a catchy little guy. Yeah, and she wrote that whole thing by herself. I'm I'm not gonna lie. At first, I thought I thought Ron was being uh, rude as fuck when he's like, oh. Your podcast was uh, funny sometimes. I'm like, damn. I know. I heard that too. And then I go. (laughs) And then I'm like, no, it's funny probably. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. When you said I was like, oh, okay. I was going to say this. Por eso no hay que venir al podcast, dude. (laughs) Romero bullying bullying the guest, dude. Yeah. It's just him getting his friends and being mean to them. Um, (laughs) So, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Amy wrote the song for Death and Friends. And, uh. I guess what questions do you have about Death and Friends? Like I, I do miss funny uh, just, probably. Just kind of pitch it for those who who don't know about Death and Friends and and um I mean you guys are on what season four? Yeah. Oh. 
Uh, season four. Yeah. What is it about? I, I never heard of okay, Death cool. and Prince, so I got talk you. to me about it. Sure. So Death and Friends is a history podcast. Well, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a history podcast with comedians, or it's a comedy podcast with historians. It's somewhere in the middle, and it's terrible. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a show about the history of death, right? And death ways and the ways that death shapes us and how we get there. And so every week, every other week now, uh, there's an episode, depending on the season, where we talk about a big aspect of death, um, whether it's a big event of death, how people die. Um, and it's all in relation to like how it you did one on Aztec sacrifices. Yeah, we did. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, we did. There one was on- one. Uh, I know for Miguel, uh Salem. You guys went to Salem, right? For me, yeah, no. we went to Salem. Yeah. Uh, about once a year now, I go to massachusetts to see nash so we can work on stuff for the next season we do a photo shoot or we do stuff for the patrons and uh yeah and uh we went to salem and we did a tour of uh of that area we also went to the lizzie borden house we went to a exhibit yeah yeah and so we talk about like a bunch of big important things right like we're not a true crime podcast we're not like last podcast on the left because we're really focused on the history aspect of everything so, like, why is typhoid Mary so important? Well, it's because it taught us a lot about, you know, prevention of diseases, quarantine, stuff like that. It taught us, like, oh, snap, people can spread a disease without, like, showing any symptoms, right? That kind of thing. Or we talk about, like, you know, different cultures and stuff, the Mesoamerican rituals, the Aztecs. Um, or we talk about, like, just or even, like, the idea of we do creature features once per season. The creature okay. feature is like a mythical creature that we talk about, and how? Uh, not yet. It's coming. It's hey, coming. You like now. that, right? I was, I was, I'm laughing because that first one I thought about too. The Chupacabra. Pinches chuntarios. No. Um, right. No, but like we talk about, you know, oh, what is the origin of werewolves? What is the origin of? Uh, vampires. What's the and fun fact? Most of it racism. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, shit. really low key. Yeah, Damn. werewolves, zombies. Um, well, vampire. Uh, vampires are. It's mostly like rabies. But Vlad the Impaler was a known racist. Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah um, a lot of that stuff comes from just bad places and. You know, it's kind of important to know about the origin of stuff, right? We can still appreciate it, but as long as we know like where it comes from, we can be like right. that. And and just you know, how do these things shape culture, right? So you know, we talk about the first episode we did was about the Black Plague. We talked about King Tut's, how like big a deal that was yeah. for like science, but how much like we don't actually know about Egyptian culture and how their death ways work. That we also talk about embalming. We talk about modern embalming, um, and like we do a few, we do like a true crime thing once a season, right? But we mostly focus on like, okay, how did this affect the process in general, right? So we talk about Lizzie Borden, like, oh, this is what happens when things get sensationalized, or we'll talk about the Parker Webster murders, like this is what happens when like uh, evidence is just not taken care of. Right. Or we talked about Jack the Ripper when it's like when the media takes a hold of something and blows it out of proportion. What does it mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And how it just shapes the culture and stuff. And so like that's what Death and Friends is about. Here's a cool part, too. A lot of these true crime podcasts, a lot of these 
things that are kind of in the same area, they're like two and a half hours long an episode. They're long. And long you're, long. you're, yeah, you keep hearing the same, like four white people. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so our episodes are short. They're like quick 20 to 45 minutes. Normally the average is about half an hour nowadays. I think less, less 20 minutes of like, Hey, learn some things. Here's a bunch of jokes. It's the show's unnecessarily horny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing right like we we take the the subject matter very seriously we do a lot of research we put a lot of work into it Nash there's a is, whole production like aspect to it yeah like, it's so, not just a podcast where you're gonna hear these stories or, or whatnot but there's like a lot of built-in production into it yeah, thank you. Uh, there's uh, there's scripts. We write scripts. Damn. Um, it's. I, would, it's I wish we were like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, based, based on how much you drink, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's your line, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like it's that's the kind of thing though. Like, how do you engage people, right? You know, anybody will just listen. Like, even if you're talking about like chat shows, right? What makes people watch them? Oh, it's like mm-hmm. the personalities. It's getting the, the 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 performance of it almost, right? So that's kind of the thing we do. Like we have recurring bits. We have a lot of production, like a lot of sound effects, a lot of cool stuff like that. When I first pitched the show, I, I said, oh, think radio lot, but chaotic. Like just because it's kind of all over the place sometimes. But we work really hard on it. Um, Nash is a genuinely a historian. She has a master's degree in death ways. Victorian death race. Like she has a degree in this shit. And she's oh, working. Damn. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's um working on getting her doctorate. So like it's yeah, one of those sure. deals where it's like, and what's crazy is the amount of like high level research we've done for the show, she can use that towards it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, how like, yeah, like that's how much as if you ever listen to an episode and you're like, This is super fun, I learned stuff, but it was absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> know that like as ridiculous as it was it's all at least we try to be a hundred percent true it's all historically accurate to the best of our abilities and trust me there's been times where we're just being chaotic and gremlins but it's also yeah. like all right we're joking about that but seriously this other thing happened and it's like what yeah, the yeah. fuck <laughs> uh, I like okay. that. yeah it's a good time and it's my favorite thing in the world um i don't know where i'd be without it genuinely it's my favorite thing in the world shout out to nash Shout, shout out. out! Shout out to the neighboring team, Amy Doe for the song, Dom our editor, Jen from Legal. All of y'all are the best. Shout out everybody. to all. Yeah, shout out to everybody. They even got a legal team, dude. Our legal team is just Romero, dude. That's it. <laughs> just finding loopholes everywhere. No, no, so so on, on a Tuesday. <laughs> but much so, as you guys always know. Is that one hour mark? I said Romero over there typing it's, something. It, it's yeah, it's way past that hour mark. Uh, but let's 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 just go ahead and uh, do our quick segment here. Um, at taking a shot at life's tough questions or riddles. Okay. Uh, I I have no riddles, but I do have a question for Angel. <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, let's let's kick it off. So now, now you can see why we couldn't afford more because 
Was we go in order or we hop around? I don't even have the spinning wheel this time, so uh, I think Miguel goes first. Go, <laughs> I like how we you have know. a we have a deck here of uh burning questions, okay? So, a ver que chingos. If you had to cut one friend out of your life, who Ooh, would it be? Oh, I'll cut you off right now, boy. I mean, I just met you guys, so it's like kind of whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, well, one of my friends put me out first to go, so I don't know. Like he's he's looking pretty good to be cut off, you know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, so are you be, answering but... this question or am I answering this question? Miguel, 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 goes go first. Uh, a friend that I would cut off my <coughs> life, damn dude. Oh, see, I think that's hard just because, um, I can. For me, there's levels, right? There's, there's, uh, there, there's, um, <laughs> friends. It, it don't matter. They just cut. No, them no, off. no, no, no. Well, that's the thing because there's. Good, bro. I, I, I could it's cut off I could cut off acquaintances, right? I'll easily cut off acquaintances. Fácil, dude, fácil. Okay, the name one. Oh, acquaintances? Ah, but but the problem is some of these I don't even consider real friends. I don't consider friends. God damn. They they, they consider me friends. Cut them off, dude. We're going to cut you off. Listen to this show. You know what? At this point, I'm cutting off Jonathan. No, What? Jonathan, I'm pushing me to... Fuck, like, I guess, like, you want a sushi dog and you took it to a deep dish. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's ready to go. At this point, I'm, I'm gonna cut off Jonathan, dude. From right, now on, we're just co workers, dude. All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Basta que? Va. Rapidito, rapidito. Easy. Who would you change? Would you change your name? What to? Gracias. Oh, uh, I don't know. I feel like you would officially make a tank, no? Yeah, I think so, dude. Because <laughs> when like I mentioned my like government name, I guess, mm-hmm. like everybody's like, "Who the fuck is that?" I was like, <laughs> "Oh, it's like tank." He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Like I remember one time a friend called. We were still in high school, mm-hmm. and my dad answered because it was like back in the day when we still had phone lines. Hey, Yes, the. <laughs> he called him like, "Hey, dude, I heard you got, I heard you got good night lips." What happened? Good look. Ah, ves como la See, this is why I'm cutting you off, dude. All right, dude. My bad. <laughs> 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 so like he asked for tank, so, and he was yeah. Like, so he's like, "Oh, like está tanque," and my dad's like confused, and he just looks at me. He's like, "Do they call you tanque?" I was like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, well, that's me, answered, you know, that's me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like I so said, well, like, but like, here's the thing though, was he like low key, like, tanque? Like, no, <laughs> he, it was more of a confused, like, tanque? Like, estás tan gordo? Yes, yeah, like I answered, he's like, dude, I forgot your name. He's like, I was like, fuck, Damn. what's his name? What's his name? He's like, so I just said, Thank you. Hopefully that like your dad knew who it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah call, your dad gave you that nickname, no? So I guess I would change it legally to tank. Once once you call somebody a nickname for so long, you forget the real name. Like I went to school with uh with Rome and I honestly thought afterwards, well, I don't know why I thought his name was Rome. 
So cuando me dijeron, oh, Romero, I'm like, oh, Rome, like, so Peter Romero, like, there, se llama Rome Romero, está cabrón. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like Peter Parker, bro. Yeah, and I met him in high school. That's I'm like, I, I know his name was Christian, but for some reason, it was just wrong to me. Maybe. That's so Maybe. funny, dude. Va, dale, échale. Bye. Yeah, then. Ahora, ¿por qué pinche, güey? When was the last also, time though? you wet the bed? Damn. Last night. No? Last night. Dude. Took a shower, didn't know me se que bien, y pss, de modo, dude, ahí. ¿Qué? ¿No era eso? No, no, no. Honestamente. What time did you piss the bed? I don't remember, dude. It's been a long time. Estaba tan pedo que no me acuerdo. No me acuerdo, ¿no? Me desperté y estaba bien mojado, ¿no? Here, how about this? I'm going to answer each of these questions. Ready for oh. this? All right. Hey, what's that? Start with mine. Who would, who would I cut off? Uh, I'll tell you right now. My best friend, Vicky, and I'll tell you why, just so I can meet her again. Oh, shit. Oh, Chill out. Dude. See, that, that was sweet, dude. Yo, I just kind of got that because he took me for deep dish, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tank, if I could change my name, I already changed it to Luna. Uh, okay. Uh, and then last time I pissed my pants, uh, it was June. Those are bad, dude. Oh, Wait, sorry. you know the fucking date? Yeah. Damn. June 18th, I want to say, of like 2014-ish. I was still drinking. And I remember specifically because there was uh, somebody in my bed. And they were like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it took another two weeks after that for me to be like, I should stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got a question for Angel. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm sorry, guys. I, uh, I apologize. At, at this point, make up a date, dude. Uh, make up a time. Uh, June 18th, I believe. This one, <laughs> I, I believe. was in the bed, and I, I thought it was me, but now I just found out it was Angel. It was actually Johnny <laughs> in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angel, here it goes. What's something that's clearly a scam? But Americans have been conditioned to believe it's normal. Oh, it's this kind of podcast? Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't even know it was this kind of podcast. I just oh, I got it. you. 100%. Ready for this? Get the it. Pledge of Allegiance and the National Anthem before every sports event. Why? No one else does it. Literally no one else. Even Mexico. We only do it for like big games. Right. Yeah, like the national games, no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one does it, bro. It's all literally just mentally like hoorah bullshit to get you to be proud for a country that like as much as i love this place it ain't it <laughs> so like that's the one okay that and like that's, you know that's yeah. good that is the root of like a lot of the problems right like we think as americans this is the greatest place on earth it's like it's not let me put you in the spot real quick we're really really quick angel have you ever listened to those Toma podcasts ever any episode in the past nope that's fucked up. But let me tell you what time it is real quick. <laughs> We're all here for one t- one thing and one thing only. It's called... It's called. I'm sorry, Angel. It's not you, but it's called Palabras de Tanque. Okay. So let me hit you with it. Yo iba a tener un cuerpazo, pero me pasaron muchas cosas. Por ejemplo, me pasaron los tamales, me pasaron los tacos, <laughs> y me pasaron quesadillas. It happens, dude. It happens. We see, dude. Nice. Una pregunta, though. Mande. Do we have any words to live by, by Johnny Boy? 
Not today, dude. E- Damn. Today so, so we have a magic trick, dude. That's right. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, I have, I have, uh, I have. Three, by? I got three things. I got some words for y'all. Okay. It's more of a joke in Spanish. It was told by my grandfather. It's the first joke I ever heard. Um, okay. Bye. And then second, I got words to live by, and then I got a magic trick. It sounds like a plan. Ooh, it sounds like a plan. Yeah. But my question right. is, when do you want the music? Now or later? Uh, it's up to you. Now, go ahead. Hit it. Do it. Pues este... Oh, he's not ready. Palabras de Ángel. That's all I got for. I'm sorry. It's not bad. I like it. And I guess keep it up. No? And now. <laughs> Faster than uh, running el otero. ¿Qué le dijo un frijol a otro frijol? Si no nos comen, no, no hay pedo. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And words to live by. Um, Wait, do you want the music now or? Do you recognize this music? No, he's never listened to us, too. Yo tal smoke atrás de él, ¿no? That's uh, that's why Walter Mercado would be introduced. Yeah, I was like, why is that? Why is that triggering, bro? <laughs> as, as you can see, por eso hay presupuesto. Ya está así, no. All the people we gotta pay. Angel, ahorita no. Why is this like, you know? Like, oh man, why am I itching? Make it my heart. Esa capa de dónde salió, no? All I know is that I want to send y'all with mucho mucho amor. Sí. Hola, Walter, ¿no? Quise ver Angel. Capricornio. Capricornio. Escorpio. Uh, funny. The greatest piece of advice I ever got was it was like a weird moment of Zen was um estábamos en un restaurant y andábamos de golosos, right? But no habíamos comido todo el día. So it's like one of those deals. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, damn, I really want like another thing of tacos, but like I shouldn't. And I said this out loud. And like the, the mesera lady. She looked like I, she was either like 45 or 72. There's no middle. Like, <laughs> like she was just pickled in time, right? So e- either she aged very well or did it, right? Right. Like, no, like it's either she looks amazing for 72 or awful for 45. Um, and she was, and she's like, Mijo, lo estás pensando mucho. It's like, como? It's like, mira, la vida es mucho cuando, es como cuando andas comiendo. It's like, como? It's like, tienes hambre? Come. That's it. Damn. Could be that simple. Wise words, sir. Wise words. Yes, sir. Who wants to see a magic trick? I, I do. I, th- I mean, technically, that's why I was here, dude. That's why. That's the reason why I came because I wasn't gonna show up. Me too, dude. You're like, oh, this extra shit. You no, no nos pagan, dude. So nos cobra Romero al contrario. Actually. All right, bet. So I'm gonna try my best to do this from here. Uh, actually, I'm gonna stand up for this just because it's easier for me to do it. Now have the mic up here. All right. Can everybody hear me still? Yes. Okay. So uh, lighting is a little tricky. Hang on. Let's see if I can mess with this a little bit. I still. There you go. Better lighting? Yeah. Right right there. All right. Cool. Perfect. All right. So three cards, right? Mm -hmm. So is anybody here familiar with three card Monty? Yes. Uh, Tank. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Rick Armanti, you know, you switch the cards around yeah. like that, like that, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually going to teach you. Es como un donde quedó la bolita, pero con las, con las cartas, ¿no? Exactly, yeah. right? So we're going to do the same thing here, but with these three cards. Right, so I'm put it down here so the lighting's not too bad. All right, so if you can follow along, that's great. If you figure out how I do the trick, that's also good. That means you're not going to get hustled, right? Okay, so here we go. So it starts with the first card. First card's a joker, right? See that? Mm -hmm. okay. And now every deck of cards has two jokers, right? Pretty standard stuff. All right, and then the third card's the queen. So the whole point of this is for you to find the lady, right? Find the queen. Okay. So then you put money down and say you put 10 bucks. So the queen's, I'm going to put the queen on top, right? So where's the queen right now? You sit on top, but it's not. Well, you just <laughs> lost 10 bucks because she wasn't. <laughs> Damn. That's what you get for trying to be smart. But look here. <laughs> right. So this is how it goes. So we're making fun of him. We're talking. We're talking. I'm moving my hands around, right? Sneaking the top card to the bottom like that, right? Cool. So now you go the queens at the bottom, right? See. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I can say well, it's a joker. <laughs> It's all right. Now I just made my 10 bucks back, but now you're like, okay, but now but now the game's good, right? Ahora sí estamos jugando. So we know that either that's the queen or that's the queen, right? All right, first card. Oh, Joker. All right, well, there's two of them, so that means the queen's in the middle, right? Ah, Joker again. So now where's the queen at? Tank. You want to say, say something? the top? No way. She's at the bottom. Pay attention. Well, here, now we know where everything is, though, right? Because the first top were jokers, right? We know that's a joker and that's a joker, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, cool. Right. Here we go. Akaron. It's the queen. All right, what about the middle one? Joker for sure, right? Because that's what it was earlier? Yeah. Nah, fool. It's the queen. You're losing money like crazy. <laughs> All righty, so. This <laughs> is how the... <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's how the trick's actually done. It's actually three jokers. Ready? Mm. You count them out loud with me. One, two, three. Oh, says my mom. Look, I'm I'm lying. Obviously, I'm a magician. What I do professionally is I lie. Uh, I make no qualms <laughs> that I have special powers or anything like that. Okay, so it's a Joker, and then what else? It's gonna be a Queen, right? Uh huh. Right, and then what else at the end? Another Joker. What the? Damn. Damn, dude. That's the magic trick. Thank you, boys. Goddamn. Appreciate oh, your shit. time. Oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. that queen card that I have in the bolso? You see, no? I'm a cough nut. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. What the, oh, bro, I got to take a shit. What the hell? Bien sangrado from the inside, no? Bro, it's all these paper cuts, bro. It's paper cuts. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that yeah, is my favorite man. trick in the world because even if we do it in person and like you can figure out what's happening, no one at the end, everybody's like, "God damn it!" For real. My, my favorite, my favorite thing about magic is how how spooky it can be to get people to believe anything. Because when you found out at the end of that trick was that there was only one Joker, one Queen the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, versus the beginning where I said, okay, so every deck of cards is two Jokers, right? And you're like, yep, okay, cool. Like, that easy. You bought it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could have kept doing that trick with a thousand permutations all night based on that one. Like, that's true, right? Yes. That's it. That's all it takes. And that's, that's, the, it just, that's the interesting part of magic for me. Damn. Because a lot of though. the time... 
a lot of the times, dude, it's not even that the trick is incredible or that it's wild. It's just like you immediately believe the premise that I presented, and that's mm -hmm. all it took. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, I love watching magic and I love trying to find out how they did it. Mm -hmm. I you gave the answer. I still I still don't know how to do it. <laughs> that's also that's also my favorite part of this trick. I love tricks that are like, we're gonna give you the answer and still fuck with you. And so like, <laughs> how did you do it? No. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I just told you. Mom, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so it's a, it's that time. Yeah, it's the, the end of the podcast. Make sure to what Romero, go ahead and give me the top. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Like before the before, check out who? Death and oh, friends. Stomach, huh? Check out the yeah, Friends out podcast that on all podcast platforms. Thank you, thank you Angel, for, for being on. We appreciate you. Love your story, dude. Uh, you, you opened my eyes to a different angle of drinking as far as like non-alcoholic drinks. Honestly, appreciate I didn't know if there was you. anything past Heineken Zero. Or, or what was it? <laughs> honestly, dude, honestly yeah. I didn't. No. But, uh, yeah, that's of course, nice, man. Dude. And uh, if you guys ever want to keep up with the shows that I promote in Chicago, you can follow me at Guerrilla Jokes, G U E double R I double L A Jokes. You can follow me there. You can follow me at Friends of Death and Friends Podcast as well. Perfect. All right, muchachos. Well, let's sign off. You guys yeah, know where you can follow us. No? Rate, review, subscribe. No, all links will be found. And then on podcast.com. Como que en donde, muchachos? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Facebook group at those on pod. Pod, namas, namas. You guys stop. You guys stop. Thanks, Angel. Thanks Salud. for all the thirsties to tune in. Thank Thanks. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace. Y pues, Facebook, everybody. No, si es que les queda algo, un salud para despedirnos. Provecho. Aprovecho. <laughs>